out some Bibles if you need them. Who here needs a Bible? You're not sitting around someone that, or you've got a friend that needs it. You forgot yours. Anybody need a Bible? Nobody wants to admit it. No, because he'll yell at me and start to spit on me. Okay? No one needs a Bible. Everybody's prepared. All right, let's... um. Somebody else need one? Dalton, scared, scared to be called out in front of everybody. Let's pray, and we're going to start tonight. Dear God, we thank you so much for tonight, the chance to be here uh, in this place. And Lord, as we um, talk about your truth, as we talk about your word, Lord, I, I just ask that, that, you will, um, that your spirit will guide us, will um, just even direct our minds and our hearts to understand your word and understand it in a way that we are gripped by it. And um, Lord, that all we want to do is o- o- obey you because that gives you honor and glory. Lord, I know we've all come from different things this week and different trials and uh, just things that may have been a good week or a bad week, Lord. But may we lay that aside um, and just spend time with you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome to the Edge. This makes me so proud. The gospel is about who? God. It ain't about you. It's about God and his what? His glory and his name. God, right. The gospel is about God his glory and his name being made great, okay? Um, while it's, the gospel is about God, the greatest beneficiary is who? Dude, us. Us. We are such the greatest beneficiary. Do, do not lose that concept. Everybody, um, put whatever you have in your hands down and take out this amazing thing that you have called a penny. Is, did anybody here come, come in late and not get a penny? Okay. Can we get, uh, does anybody need a penny? Because you all need a penny for this. In the time that it's taken to pass them out, these pennies decreased in like 3% value. That, I think it's like 4.2% actually. I know, it is very bad. Thank you for bringing it up and throwing me off on everything. Appreciate it. All right, I heard that um, about a month ago I had a migraine or something, I was sick and I couldn't be here. And John, 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 Jonathan taught, I know he taught like two two weeks back, but he taught also a month ago. And he did like a heads and, and tails game, right? Heads and, and tails, which y'all seem to like to point at your tail a lot, I heard. Okay, we're, this is, when I told my wife the game, the thing I was wanting to do tonight, she goes, oh, we just did that game like a month ago. It's a little different than what we're going to do. Everybody, take your penny and put it in, in your hand. Now, cup it so you can shake it and it can't come out. Shake it and look at it. Now, is it heads or tails? Okay, just shake it again and make sure your hand is cupped. Don't keep your hand flat. Okay, and look. Mine's heads now. Did it change? Who, who, who here changed? Okay, some of you, let's do it again. Ready? Do it again. This is just a test. Shake it around, up and down, side to side. Look at it. Okay, okay. This is, this is go- going to be the game. Everybody's going to start off. Listen, you're going to stand up. And every, I know, I know, I'm asking a lot. Don't know how y'all made it in here tonight. You're, you're, and you're going to take your penny in your hand. We're going to shake it. 
And I will tell you what we're going to do next. But this is what you've got to do. When you find out what is heads or tails, you've got to look and show it to someone on your right or left. Because I know temptation is so huge. And we're keeping everybody accountable. So, ready? Everybody up? Stand up. Oh, I know. Ready? Everybody quiet? Quiet! Your goal is to be the last one standing. Also, your goal every round is for your coin to match mine. What makes you so special? Because I've got the microphone. Amen. All right, everybody, shake your coin. Shake your coin. Ready, ready? Stop. Now, don't pinch it so it's like up, like halfway up on both sides. Don't, don't let it lay flat. Look at your coin. And if your coin is a tail, you stay standing up. Head sit down. Head sit down. Ready? Oh, that was a, that was a good. That was about half. You no, know, in truth, if the percentages work in six rounds, we should be done. Ready? Go, go again. Okay. Look. Show it to somebody. If it is heads, stay up. Shake again. Shake again. Okay, ready? Look. If it is tails, stay up. Shake it. Shake it up. Shake it up. Ready? Look. If it's tails, stay up. Wow. Did she? What? I'm going to win. I will always win. Okay, we've got four left. Ready? If it is heads, sit down. Whoa! All right, do y'all want to do one more round? One more. Yes, Jake wants to do it. Come on, everybody up. And we're going to do this quick. Ready? Shake it up. Shake it up. Everybody up. Shake it up. Look. Heads sit down. Wait, stop it. Stop. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody up. We're going to do the opposite of mine this time. I'm going to shake it. Everybody shake it again. I actually got that the first round. Now I know I'm going to fail. So it's, it's easy for me to do it this way. Tails sit down. All right, again, shake it up, shake, shake it up, shake it up. Look at it. Head, sit down. <laughs> shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Stop. Tail, sit down. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Tail, sit down. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Tail, sit down. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Head, sit down. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Tail, sit down. Shake it up, shake it up. Tail, sit down. Shake it up, shake it up. Tail, sit down. Okay, okay, you're good. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. Keith, are you in it still? Head, sit down. Oh, I dropped mine. One round, Matthew won it. Woo, champion. All right. Can I ask y'all, y'all can keep these pennies, and Matthew, you get that bag of pennies that's left. Nolan, if you can present the bag of pennies to Matthew, please. Jake, can, if you can give that to him. Just give that bag to him. You don't have to give it. Just give the bag to him. All right. Hey, question. 
to Matthew right there, right in front of you. No, if you can help, that'll help. Perfect. Don't throw pennies. Quit throwing your pennies. No more pennies. Yeah, and if you hit me with the penny, then you get to hit Keith with your fist. Kidding. Don't hit me with the penny. I'll... <laughs> All right. Freeze. Everybody breathe. I didn't say squeal like a pig or nothing. Okay. How much skill did it take to, w- to win that game or to lose that game? Nine. Did it take any skill at all? Yes. Is that game a game of total luck? Yes. Would you call, say that Matthew has dumb luck? Yes. I mean, that's just dumb. No offense. I mean, that's what I can. Um, but it's, it's dumb luck. Now, in life, do you have some things in life that are dumb luck? It's just the cards you're dealt. You don't have anything to do with it. Do you have those things in life? Yes. yes. Did you choose your parents? No. No. Okay. Do you, do you pick how tall or short you are you want to be? Ideally. I, I know someone in the first row is a half inch off of where they want to be. I, ideally. They told me that. So we don't pick that, right? Now, do we pick the color of our eyes? Some of you go, well, yeah, no, you don't pick the color of your eyes. You can fake it, right? You can put these fake things in it, but you cannot pick the color of your eyes. Do you pick your ethnicity? Some people are like, what's ethnicity? White, black, Hispanic, Asian, Indian? You, you're, you're actually both. I don't know if you go either way. You're sort of both. I mean, let's not have that terminology anymore. <laughs> um, you know, did you choose how you grew up if it was, if you were um, mid, middle class, upper class, lower class, as in money-wise? Do we, do we pick that? We don't. We don't have a choice, right? Now, you, you, do, can, can you potentially do something about that as you grow up? Yeah, you can make choices, but sometimes those don't, won't even work out the way that you expect them to. Um, tonight, what's this month about here at this church? What's about? Live simply so others can simply live. And tonight we're going to talk a little bit about that on the, on the, the um, aspect of giving and what it means to give. Now, the exercise we've, we've done is I want you to understand this truth. Um, there's a lot of things, there's some things in life that we don't have a choice with. But there's many things in the Word of God. We've got a choice whether we want to obey God, God's Word or not, and we, we choose not to. And tonight we're, t- we're talking about stuff that you, you can choose, whether I want to trust God and follow God or not. Now, I'm not going to be in your face on tithing, all that stuff tonight, but I believe that's true. I think that's biblical for us to do. But I just want to talk about giving, being a, a, a giver. Are we, are we all limited on how much we can give? Is everybody in the world limited on how much they can give? Was Bill Gates limited on how much he could give? Do do, do y'all know how rich he was? What's a get? Bill Gates? He can send every single yeah, it is. Okay, thank you, Jake, for that. But let's say that he's worth. $500 $500 billion, right? Let, let's say that. that. Do y'all think that's fair? Yeah? So is it true that Bill Gates could not give $501 billion? 
if he's only got 500, he'll only give as much. So we, we all, everybody from the poorest to the richest, there's a limited amount on how much we can give. But there is no limit on how we can give. Okay? And one's about the amount that we can give, and one's about the attitude with which we give, how we give. And we're going to talk some tonight about how we give. Now, I want to do uh, an exercise here. Everybody, there were note cards all around. They're probably on the floor with a pencil. I want you to grab those things out. Everybody look down, look around. If you've got, everybody, when you get it in your hand, hold your paper in your right hand, your pencil in your left. I was waiting for some people to get wrong. Okay, perfect. It's the opposite of me. Darren, opposite of me is what you'll do. All right. Now, I want you to put that in your lap. You're about to write in it right now. This is what I want you to do. On one side, only use one side of the index card, and you may need to write small, and you may, not, you may run out of time before we finish. That's okay. On one side of the index card, first of all, don't write anything, but take a minute to think about what you have been given over the past year. What have you been given over the past year? You may want to start with Easter, that was just a few days ago. Include Valentine's Day, include your birthday, include... So just include those things right now. Start to write on that card. What have you been given, you personally been given this year? This past year's time frame, because your birthday's got, got to be in it. So within the year, Christmas, we're going to go back. I'm going to add add more to it. Your your birthday, Easter, Christmas. Try and be specific. Don't just write a lot of stuff. Sorry. Easter, Valentine's Day, Christmas, your birthday, anything your parents have bought for you, you may not have asked for it, but it could be shoes for sports, some cleats, it could be socks, it could be underwear, because Lord knows you wear out the, the, the pairs you got already. could be... Um, could be food. Could be took took you out to eat. I like to. You can take me out to eat. Just let you know. Did you? It's a sign. Also, any sporadic gifts from friends that you may have gotten. You might have. If you've been to prom in the past year, you got a corsage. Guys, guys, you got the bill for the uh, the meal. So just think, what have you been given? Just take 20 more seconds. Clothing. All right, stop and flip the card over. And now write on the card 
What have you given over the past year? All right. If if you're done, raise your hand. If you're not, if you're still going, okay. All right. Everybody's about done. Just take about fifteen seconds to finish. Okay. <clears throat> Who here on your card? Were, I'm just going to, don't raise your hands, this is just a question. Were there more, you can do nods or whatever, were there more on your what you got than what you gave? And could you take what you got on that side of, of the card, could, could you take the things that you got and probably multiply that times, times five or ten? If you, you really had time. So you think you gave as much as, as you got? Because that's a bold statement to say. No, I'm just asking, did you give as much as you got? Did I give as much as I got? Yes. No. Because in truth, is it possible for us to give, give as much as we get? Sort of. Maybe if you've got enough, if, you, if you're rich enough, right? If you're wealthy enough. Now. If you get all the money, to give back to who? You earn it. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just lost for a second. I don't mean to be slow. Um, Are you naturally a giver or a getter? Getter. I like getter better. Um, Are you... So would you prefer to get or to give? Give. You prefer to give? Who here likes to get? Yeah, we okay, hands down. This past weekend, have you ever heard somebody say, Man, I just bought this car, this car that's worth fifteen grand, I paid thirty grand for it. Booyah! Have you ever heard that? Would you get what would you say to him? <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. If I I I just I just bought a fridge this weekend on Craigslist, and it was the same fridge at Lowe's, it cost about fourteen Hundred bucks, and if I I told I told you I paid fifteen twenty five for it, what would you think, dude? What are you thinking? Are we always trying to look out for the best deal? Yeah, dude. We all I think. Well, most people are, dude. My wife is when when she shops for stuff, right, babe? Right. Well, and I didn't pay fifteen hundred bucks. The truth is this: your flesh. Is all, always is going to want to get more than it's going to want to give. There's probably 95% of up, up pe- people are more 
are natural getters or receivers or takers and not givers. Would you say that's true, true, true statement? No? Y'all just look depressed tonight. We just want to go around in the rain and eat slugs. Our pennies, ooh, gumball machine. All right. This is what I want you to do. That, that didn't work quite right. Um, <clears throat> I want you to look at this, guys. We're just going to look at a few scriptures, because the Word of God says that we're supposed to be givers. And not only begrudgingly, but we're supposed to be gen- generous give, 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 givers. And so I just want you to look at some, some scriptures. You're not going to turn there, but I want you to look at, at the um, screen. Deuteronomy 16, 17 says this. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God that he has given you. It says, every man shall give as he is able to give. We're all called to give. Look at this in Proverbs, and these are just sporadic ones. There's tons of them in the Word of God. This is just about eight, eight of them that I just read uh, the past day or two. Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-seven says, Who, Whoever gives to, to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get many a curse. Those who give to the poor, they're going to be taken care of. Those that ignore and act like they didn't see the need, they're, they're, they're going to be cursed, it says. Matthew six twenty one. this talks about money, how important it is to us. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What you spend your money on, that is where your heart is. That's what's important to you. Luke six. 30 says, give to everyone who begs from you and from one who takes away your goods. Do not demand them back. Ooh, this just made it, uh, you know, give to everyone who begs and asks for help. And even who one who takes away from you, don't demand it back. Sort of big, right? Because we're like, Man, dude, that's mine. Acts twenty. 35, in all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said is more blessed to give than to receive. The Lord Lord Jesus, that's Paul who quote, quoted Christ there. Second Corinthians 9, 6 and 7, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap Bountifully, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God doesn't call us just to give. He calls us to give with a smile, to willingly give. You're like, what? Yes, willingly give, willingly share. It goes on even for, uh, um, in James too, it talks specifically about this because a lot of times we go, oh man, that person's in bad shape. I'll pray for them. And we never even think of, will I even extend a hand to help them out? James two fifteen and 16. If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and be filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? These words are empty and if we don't give, if we don't put something behind it. First um, Timothy 6.18, talking about the rich, he says, um, They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share. If you are that person who um, you make it big or things go well f- 
for you. And, and um, you're called to be gen- gen- generous and to share. Hebrews thirteen sixteen. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have. For such sacrifices are pleasing to God. We're called to share, to give, to do good, be cheerful, give generously, um, and it's better to give than receive. Y'all agree that's sort of in the Word of God there? Now, I want you to look at one more thing because when I talked about before, our flesh isn't apt to give. If you talk to most people, um, people who go to church are more likely, um, probably five or six times more likely to give than those that don't. Uh, that that's a proven fact, and so our flesh and and apart from God, we're we're selfish and not likely to give up our stuff. We don't want we we want to gain, not give. Uh, in Mark chapter twelve, we're just going to look here just for a minute tonight, not long. Uh, Paul contrasts or Mark contrasts two types of uh, pe- 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 people. One is selfish, and one is not. Um, so take a look at Mark chapter 12. If you've got your Bibles, turn there to Mark chapter 12. Where it's sort of to the right of the middle of your Bible. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The second book of the New Testament. Mark chapter 12, verse 38. is where we're going to start. And I just want you to sort of see these two pe- people, because Jesus sort of calls them both out. And... Uh, it's sort of interesting that he does. Mark chapter 12, verse 38, begins with this, And in his teaching he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greeting in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feast, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater Condemnation. Now he's talking about these scribes that would walk around in these these robes. They were the religious elite of the time, and they walked with an air like they were the bomb or whatever you call it, right? They were it. Have you ever met someone that's like that? A lot of of, of stars are like that. They've been stars, and they've been um, put on a pet. Pestle for so long, they just walk around like they deserve it. They deserve the best seat. They deserve the best food. They deserve to have their name called out when they come into a room. And um, if you look at this guy, um, he says, "Beware of the scribes." First of all, beware. Look out for them because they will bite you. And some of you are drawn to friends that are like this because they are popular. And you want to be like them. Um, and so it says, beware of them. For two things, to um, look out for them and don't be like them. Because they're selfish, they're pious, they're proud, haughty above everyone else, esteemed, important, greedy, and but they're a dece- deceiver. It says for a pretense, for looks, they make a long prayer. They want to sound good. They want to look good. Don't be like this person. And look at verse 41. And he sat down opposite the tre- tre- treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Now, would that be rude if in church um, we actually walked up and put in our tithes and I sort of sat by the box and I just sort of watched you put in your money? Right? If I judged you, would that be rude? Do you think Jesus was being rude here? I just want you to understand this truth. Just understand this truth. And it's sort of 
Jesus sees everything. We can look good on the outside, sort of like the scribes who walk around and they have long prayers and they sound good and they look good, but he sees everything. And just keep, keep that in mind. Um, and it says that many, in verse 41, many rich people put in large sums. And a poor wid- widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. Two small coins make a penny. It was actually, um, some say one sixty-fourth of a day's wage or one twenty-eighth of a day's wage. If we take a day's wage in a third world place, which is about three bucks a day, if that, um, we're talking about it was probably two cents worth at the, um, is what it really would amount to. So that's what she put in. Verse 43, And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contribute out of their abundance. But she out of her poverty has put in everything she had and all she had to live on. He, he calls out the, this this wood, wood, wood Widow. He calls out a scribe who is, who says, "Don't be like this guy." And he points out a widow who gives nothing, what we would call nothing. What you, because right, you're not like going, "Ooh, man, dude, church was good tonight. I got a penny." Mm, right? Did, did did does this mean anything to you? Okay, well, for some people, you're touched. I can maybe get a fourth a piece of gum. It doesn't. Um, so she gave. Nothing, but it was all that she had. And so, and the truth is, what we said before, um, the amount of what you give is not important. How you give, the attitude with what you give is vastly important. Do not miss that truth. She gave out of everything she had, selfless dependence on God. Um, this month, it's simply live. Live simply so others can simply live here at celebration. Uh, we're asking everybody, uh, parents, and I, I, I know this truth. Coming to this, I know this truth, and it's sort of sad to me because we've done this for years. Um, if your parents don't do this at home, you won't do it. Uh, and that's, that's sad to me. You, it, you, know, you defy your parents in a lot of ways. This is the way you ought to. Uh, if, if, if we say something, don't be like, oh, mom, dad, y'all are sinning. Don't, I wouldn't do that. Just start doing it on your own. You know, I d- dare you to live that way if that's not going on in your, your home. And it's being called to do, to do this, to save, sacrifice, and to give. Save your money. Sacrifice. No, don't do things that you would do with the intention at the end of the month to give it. None of it is going to stay here. Guarantee that. Dan doesn't get a cut. Um, nothing even for our church is it used for. This is what it's used for. The Florida Baptist Children's Home. Kids that have come from abused homes that are just trying to make it through life. Who, um, Man, if you only took some time to hear their stories, it might change your life to be appreciative to a lot of things. Uh, world... Relief. It helps refugees that come from where their homes have been taken away and they have no place to go and they've been brought here and they're trying to start a new life in a land they can't even talk it, speak it, and they're sharing Christ with them. Uh, Words to Works is a, a, a feeding ministry downtown where um, those that are 
homeless and just in rough shape are just getting loved and the love of Christ is being shared with them. There's a women's resource center that is, is there um, to help women that are scared and they don't know if they're going to have an ab- abortion or not and they're trying to save the life of that child because we believe that, that we know that, that God says that, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that life is important to God. If it's important to God, it ought to be important to us. And we should do what we can to save it. Uh, Eliezer Gonzalez. He was here the day that he spoke in church. Eliezer. My name is Eliezer Gonzalez. He is an awesome man who goes around the world. He was in, I think, 18 countries this past year to train pastors around the world. And we want to support him and help him. And then there's unreached people groups in the Horn of Africa. We've been doing some trips the past year and a half. The missionaries who live there just actually got in town tonight, right before we began here. Travis is going to speak next week in here about um, what simply live means to them and what God is doing there in Ethiopia. So next week's going to be a great week. I don't want want you to miss that. Uh, But I just want you to know that just because your youth... You're, you're called to give just like everyone else. Every adult is called to give. You're called to give. And you're not just called to give, but you're called to be generous in your gift and obedient in your gift. Let's pray.